Hey there, this is your girl Shawanda, and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul Podcast, a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness, we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. Hey, welcome back to Refreshing the Soul podcast. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams. Thank you for joining me for another episode. If you are returning, thank you so much for following me on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, wherever you're following me or listening to this. I am so glad you are here and I pray each week your soul is being refreshed. And for those who are new, I don't know how you got here but I know you're supposed to be here. And I believe something's going to be said today to refresh your soul. This is a space where we take care of our soul because we believe that soul care is self-care. We deal with the hard places. We don't run from them. We come to an honest place with God. We help. He helps us find the root to the story that we believe about ourselves. And he helps us to uproot it with his truth. That's how we receive rest, which is also a refreshing for our souls. You know, this podcast is about helping you do the soul work in a safe, a safe space, because I know doing the soul work is hard. It's uncomfortable. And the last thing you need is to feel um, unprotected, to feel like you can't um, to feel unseen where you're at sometimes. You can feel so alone in your feelings and that can actually harm and distract and keep us distance from the healing and the rest that our soul needs. And so I want this to be a safe place for one, you to feel seen where of where you're at in your soul, where you're at with your feelings, your will, um, your, your thoughts. You are not alone, my sister. I'm sure there's others around you and especially me that have thought and felt and made some of the decisions that you have. But guess what? We have God's truth. We have his unconditional love and we have his protection. And so together we are going to be free. Okay. If you have been listening to the podcast, you know, last week we were talking about freeing the little girl in you. That was installment one. And today is part two. So you're in for a treat. I can't wait for us to get back into this. So if you haven't listened to the first part, go back and listen to it. Um, I believe it will bless your soul. And before we get into it, I want to ask you, how is your soul doing? Like, how are you? Sometimes we, we're, we're asking other people that, like, how are you? How are you doing today? Or we check in with the text. Hey, just checking in. And no one's probably checking in with you, but guess what? It's not anyone's responsibility to check in with you except for you. So if no one has checked in with you today, I'm checking in with you and telling you to check in with yourself, check in with your soul. How is your soul doing? How are you feeling? How have you been thinking? Have you been keeping your, your mind and your thoughts on things above? Or are you in a hard place? Are you in an uncomfortable place? Where you want to run, you want to hide, you want to give up and you're like, I'm doing everything I can 
to um, stay connected to God, but I'm feeling fear. I'm struggling. I'm wrestling between um, doubt, discouragement. And at the same time, I'm also, I also have this faith. Like I know God is good. I know he's going to see me out, but I'm just in a weird place. I get it. I get it. As long as you know where you're at, it's so important to know where you're at, not just in your soul, but where you're at with God. That is why God asks Adam, where are you? Do you know where you're at? Do you know that you're hiding in shame? Do you know that you're dealing with fear? Because we can easily walk around and live and avoid all these feelings, all these emotions, all these thoughts that we have. And we're not showing up as our best self. We're not showing up healthy. We're not showing up refreshed, rested. God wants you to show up um, true. He wants you to show up authentic. He wants you to show up whole. You can still be in an uncomfortable place and still have peace. You can still be in an, an unknown place and still have rest. God wants you there. And I pray that this podcast helps you discover that like with God on how to just get to that place and be in that place. I hope this podcast helps you deal with that place, not hide that place, but expose it to God. Okay. So freeing the little girl in you, this is part two. Um, so in this, in this part, I want to talk about just the three things that, um, I have been doing to free the little girl in me. And really it's, I feel like I'm more loving this little girl in me. You know, I talked about, um, last week, some of the things that I went through as a little girl, just being picked on, um, not feeling loved or wanted, um, whether it's by family or people at school. Um, and it caused me to do, um, a a lot of things in order to get that feeling, you know, which is backwards. Sometimes we can do things so that we can feel so that we can feel that we are this right. And really we're supposed to do things from a place of who we already are. I felt like I, I had to be perfect and do everything right. So one, that I wouldn't get punished Two, So there isn't conflict, you know, but also so that I could be seen like, Hey, I'm seen for something good. You don't have to see me for my flaws. You don't have to see me for what I'm for what the things I I think that I'm not, but you can see me for all the good and the perfect things that I do. And then you'll like me and then you'll want me and then I'll feel belonged and then I'll feel accepted and then I'll feel worthy to be loved. But really we're already loved. Really, we're already accepted. Really, we already belong. And so I asked this question last week and I'm going to ask this question this week. What does a little girl in you look like and what does she sound like? What type of thoughts are have you been thinking that you can trace back to? Oh, I thought that as a little girl. This is why I say this whenever I'm in this situation, because I fear this happening because of what happened to me when I was a little girl. Though you have progressed in age, that little girl in you hasn't. And the reason why she hasn't is because she hasn't been told the truth. We've been listening to her and thinking that what she's saying is real and that it's true. 
right? Because sometimes life, it'll, things that happen to trigger certain things that brings up fears from the past or brings up something that we fear of how someone's going to respond because of what happened in the past. And we believe it to be true. There's so many times where I could have stood up and said something for myself, said the truth of how I felt, but I didn't. I hid, I cowered, I, I covered because why? Afraid that I would be embarrassed, afraid that I wouldn't be heard properly, that I would be misunderstood. Why did I feel that? Because as a little girl, that's what happened to me. I would say something and it would be taken out of context and and then I I would be made I would I would get like shamed on embarrassed in front of other people and so I taught myself as a little girl not to say certain things because this is what the response I would have and so now as an adult still believed the way I believed as a little girl, that little girl mindset is still in me. So when things happen where I need to speak up for myself, I wouldn't because the little girl in me says, don't say that. Cause if you do, you're going to be embarrassed. You're going to be shamed. You're going to be punished. You're going to be rejected. That's what the little girl in me sounds like and other things. So now that we've come to a place of, This is what she sounds like. This is what she's afraid of. This is what she says. This is how she thinks. Now that we know this place, one of the things that I have learned to start doing is to accept and love her. What? You don't just be telling her. No, I've learned to accept and love her. Let me tell you why. Because as a little girl, I felt rejected. I felt alone. I felt who I was did not measure up and was not enough to be loved, to be accepted. So I ended up not liking her. I ended up saying, you know what? People are right. If me being this way is getting this type of response, then I don't want to be this way and I don't want to be her. Right. Some of us have been have not been we haven't been our authentic self, our true selves, because we don't like we we've convinced ourselves not to like who we are or to like ourselves as a little girl and that everybody's opinion and how they respond to us is right. And we're wrong. And that part of us doesn't deserve to be loved or accepted. And that's the furthest from the truth. One of the, this is one of the first things God told me. I said, God, I see you bringing me out of this place. I had this vision of a, of a little girl, me as a little girl and, and, um, and someone's hand, which was God, him pulling me up out of this, um, this hole, this like dark place and me asking, is it, is it, is it okay to come out? And him saying, yes, you're safe. And so I'm like, God, okay, so how do I, how do I do this in the natural? Like I see, you know, in this vision, I see spiritually what's where I've come to this place in my soul, this awareness of how, where my thoughts and feelings and my responses have been coming from. But how do I walk this out daily? How do I get this girl to, how do I not, no longer be influenced by her? But to stay influenced by you and what you're saying, he's like, well, one, you rejected her. 
you said that she was not enough. You came into agreement with what other people said about you. And now you need to love her. You need to accept her back. You need to embrace her. So I'm telling you right now, in order to free the little girl inside of you, you have to accept and love her. And accepting and loving her is accepting and loving yourself. And let me tell you what's been happening when I, the more I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm loved. Like God loves me. The more that I've been doing that, the more I am, I'm not tolerating certain things I used to tolerate. If there's something that I feel that I, that doesn't agree, it it doesn't mean it is just easy now, but it's easier to voice that. See, when we, when we diminished and rejected and silenced ourselves as that little girl, we, we, we said that our feelings don't matter, that our voice doesn't matter. And so God has had to bring me and I believe you as well. He's bringing you to a place of you got to accept and love her first. We can't wait on people to do that. We have to accept and love her. And so we're not going to believe the rejection. We're not going to believe the lies from other people. We're not going to tell ourselves a story that isn't true anymore. We're going to accept her and love her and make sure we continue to speak truth and life over her that she is love. She's worthy of love and acceptance and that she already is accepted by the one who matters, the one who created this whole world, this universe that has all these people in it. You know, we're caring about these people and the God who created these people is saying, I already love you. I already loved you. Right. And so we accept her and we love her. Number two, how do we begin to free this little girl once we know what she sounds like and what she says to us? Well, you know what I've been doing? I've been talking to her. We have to talk to her. Before. I've been listening to her and I've been still spending time with God and hearing him. But now it's like, no, if I hear her and I know what she sounds like, I'm going to talk back to her. I'm going to tell her the truth. So now I can have, I can have the right conversation with her because I know truth. You've been doing the soul work. You've been in your word. You've been doing your devotions. You've been quieting your soul. You know who God says that you are. You got to speak to her and remind her that. So instead of allowing her to convince you of what to fear, you convince her of the truth. So we're not going to lean into her words, right? We're going to lean into what God says and tell her that. And not only just tell her what God says, tell her this is what we're going to do. And that's what I've been doing. Okay. So the times where she feels like if I do this, I'm not going to be accepted and I'm going to love me anymore. No, I say, no, we are loved. We are loved. First John 4, 19 says we love each other because he loved us first. We are already loved and we're loved by the one, the only one who can love us unconditionally. 
People are going, people who are, who don't know the love of God, don't have the love of God, can't love us, um, through the love of God. There are some things they're going to do. It's going to be limited. It's going to be hurtful. You know, it doesn't mean that we're not going to feel anything, but we have to have the right perspective of what it means to be loved and who it matters that we're loved from. One, we're already loved and we're already loved by the one who created this world. That's huge. Like you got to really think about that. Okay. So I tell her, I'm like, no, we're already loved. They're not going to love you any less because you say no. I have to convince her. I have to tell her that. Right. And the second thing, when I'm talking to her, I have to say, we're valued. Tell her she's valued. I speak in the way when I, when I'm talking to her now, I know this may sound a little, but it's the truth. This is what I'm doing and it's working. <laughs> I'm becoming more authentic with, with myself and with people. Like I'm saying and doing things that I've never done. <laughs> I'm just being honest. But I, the times where she feels like she doesn't have any value or whatever may be triggering this place of feeling like she needs to perform in order to feel valuable. I tell her, no, we're, we're already valuable. Matthew 10, 30 through 31 says, and the very hairs on your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. You are, you're valuable. God knows how many hairs are on your head. That is so detailed that he knows <laughs> that much about you because you're that valuable. You're that valuable. When she tries to convince you that, hey, we got to do this because if not. And, and sometimes it, it's not like it sounds that clear. Some things it's just really it it, come, it can come up as this feeling of a fear of of if I don't do this or may I maybe I should do this like to get someone's acceptance to get someone approval so that you won't be rejected. That that's that's where your value is coming in at because now you're saying I'm only valued if if I'm if I'm there for that person if I say yes if I say yes. If I do things perfectly, I'm only valued by what I do, by how well I perform. That's where your value comes in at. When you start to, when you're struggling with the, I'm not enough, or I need to do more. That's when you need to tell her, no, we're already valued. Some of us don't have rest in our souls right now because you're constantly trying to prove to people that you have value. And I'm telling you, God right now is saying you need to get yourself into agreement you and that girl in you <laughs> get into agreement with you're already valued by me you don't need to prove anything no one needs to see what all you can do I already see you and I already know you so then that way now we're not doing something to be something we're being who we are, knowing that we're fearfully and wonderfully made. We're being 
a child of God that is valued. We know that we're valued. So now we're operating from that place. And the only way we are going to be transformed, the only way we're going to be free is if we talk to her, if we tell her the truth, we're already valued. God knows the number of hairs on our head. Sometimes I just say it like that. Hey, we're already valued. God knows the number of hairs on our head. And this last one that I, as far as in talking to her, we're still under number two. Um, We tell her that she's loved. We tell her that she's valued. Tell her that she's protected. Hey, no, we're protected. And this is a big one. I almost want to do a separate episode on like God's protection because I know um, a lot of times that little girl that's stuck in you it's because somewhere her peace was disturbed somewhere something happened and she probably didn't feel protected she didn't feel safe she felt unguarded there were plenty of times where I let me be careful I don't want to say plenty of times but there were times that I can remember where I wish um, someone would have stood up for me as a little girl and they didn't There are times where I wish my daddy would have said something on my behalf and he didn't. And so because of that, I felt unprotected. Like who has me? I didn't know how to protect myself. When a little girl feels like no one would speak for her or stand up for her or show that, hey, no, I got my baby's back. When you feel that way and you grow up with the mindset with the identity that I'm you know I'm not safe it changes the way you respond to people and God wants you to know that hey I am your protection for me I'm gonna tell you there's only two times I've been upset at God And the two times I've been upset at God, it's because it had everything to do with my protection. That is probably the most sensitive place um, this girl is in me. It's feeling safe. And there have been times where I felt like I I, I knew I was following what God said. And then something would happen to where I would feel like I'm, I'm, I'm not safe. Like, why is this happening to me? And I'm following what you're saying, but yet I'm, I'm feeling like this. Like, I don't feel safe. Something's, something's not right, you know? And so this last time, which is very recent where I'm upset at God, I'm crying and I'm being honest in this place. See, sometimes being honest with God, it can be messy. You're uncomfortable You want to have peace. You want to have relief. And I'm telling God, I'm not safe. And not only am I telling him I'm not safe, I'm telling him you're not safe. I'm following God and following what you're saying. But then this is happening. You're not safe. I said that. I said those words out of my mouth. I had to be honest with him. And, um, he had me read Psalms 91. Very, um, if you're, if you're, you've been going to, um, church around church for a while or being around church community for a while, you may have heard this verse of um, this chapter quite a bit of times. And actually I'm going to read, um, 
just the I want because I want you to see what God did in this place of Psalms 91. I'm going to read the first first verse. So let me get it here. Psalms 91. Those who live in the shelter of the most high will find rest in the shadow of the almighty. I'm going to read verse two as well. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. So I'm reading this. I'm crying. I'm like, but God, how how can I say that you alone are my refuge. You alone are my, you're my safety. Like I'm, I'm, I'm walking with you. I'm living with you. But why, why can't I say that you are my safe place? That you are my protection because I don't feel that. Right. I'm being, I'm being vulnerable. I'm being honest. I'm exposing my self to God of where I'm at. Right. And so he says, keep reading. So I keep reading and we're going to drop down to verse nine and 10. It says, if you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home. Those words pierced my soul. <laughs> it convicted me. It says, if you make the Lord, if you make the most high, See, God is safe. But what happens is when we feel threatened, when the little girl in us feels feel threatened, we will make something else a safe place before we make God a safe place. And so when he highlighted that scripture to me, I took it and I declared over myself that I will make God my protection. I won't try to go and figure out all the details. I won't go and try to, to talk to different people. I won't go and try to do the things that would try to make me feel safe. First, I'm going to make God my safe place. I'm going to make him my protection. And so something else happened. And I hear the little girl, you should go in. Da, 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 da. And I, and I talked to her. I said, no, we're going to make God our refuge. We're going to make God our safe place. He is our protection. I had to talk to her. We have to talk to that place in us that doesn't feel loved, that doesn't feel valued, and that doesn't feel protected. We have to make God our protection. We have to make uh, make sure our soul knows that we're already loved and we're already cared for. So instead of her influencing you because she's influencing you from fear, you, you put the word back on her. We influence her from the word, from truth. And you tell her, this is what we're going to do. We're going to make him our safe place. And I've had to have that conversation with her a few times already. But because of that, I've been leaning more on God and the things that I would normally do, I'm not doing anymore. The girl in me is being free. She's, I'm teaching her who God is. I'm teaching her about his love. 
that song that we read on last week under my hiding place. And it's going to be the same for this week. It says you reintroduce me to your love. We need to reintroduce her to God's love, to his protection, to what this word says, because she doesn't know it. She, she just knows what people did to her. She just knows what speaking up would yield, what voicing her truth, what the outcome would be. That's all she knows. We have to tell her a different story. We have to give her a higher perspective. And that higher perspective comes from the word of God. You want the little girl in you to be free. You want to end the cycles of dysfunction, of, of hiding, of not being your true self. You got to start talking to her and telling her the truth. And the only way we're going to be able to talk to her and tell her a higher perspective is by getting into God's word, reading it with an open heart, being exposed and telling God, Hey, this is where I'm at. What do you have to say? God, why am I here? What is this thing? God wants to speak truth to you so you can speak truth to her. Okay. And so again, Three things on how we free this little girl. One, we accept her and love her. Two, we talk to her. Three, I say be consistent in exposing her and giving her truth. Meaning when you hear her, be consistent. And okay, I hear, I I know this is the little girl inside of me. And I'm going to say this. And the reason why I'm telling you to be consistent, I'm going to be honest. There are times like, I wasn't consistent. I fell into believing, being convinced in what she was, what she feared or felt and did my own thing. (laughs) Yeah. There are times I spoke, Hey, we're going to make God our protection. But then there were times I'm like, Ooh, you know, just where it got hard. I have to be honest with you. But in order for her to be free, we have to be consistent. We got to be consistent with this accepting her and loving her and talking to her, giving her God's truth. We got to make sure we expose her. What she is, we know what she sounds like when the sound comes, no matter how familiar and no matter how true it feels in your soul, we got to tell her the truth. We got to tell her, no, this is what we're going to believe. I know that you're scared right now. I know that you think this is what's going to happen, but we're going to make God our protection. We're going to make him our safe place. We are already loved. We are already valuable. God knows the number of hairs on our head. So thank you for um, just listening. Thank you for opening your heart for receiving. I believe that the little girl in you, her voice is going to be magnified. You're going to know what she sounds like and you're going to embrace her. You're not going to reject her. Um, You're going to talk to her. You're going to give her truth. You're going to remind her of God's word. You're going to remind her of who you are, who y'all are, that you're loved, you're valued and you're protected. 
All right. So let's end with my hiding place, my hiding place. Um, the song that I have for you to meditate on for this week is still Defender by Francesca Bad Badistel. I still don't know how to pronounce her, her last name. I'm sorry. I know I'm jacking it up, but Defender by Francesca. And the words that stood out to me in the song, I believe it will resonate with you as well. It says, when I thought I lost me, you knew where I left me. You reintroduced me to your love. You picked up all my pieces, put me back together. You are the defender of my heart. God is your defender. He is your protector. Maybe you didn't have a, a dad or parent to defend you, to stand up for you. God says, I'll defend you. I know where you were lost. I know where you started hiding but I'm going to reintroduce you to my love. I'm going to tell you who I am. You're going to know that you're loved, you're valued and protected by me and that that's all that matters. All right, let's end now with our confessions. I want you to speak and declare this over your soul and over the little girl inside of you. All right, repeat after me. I embrace and love the little girl in me. I recognize her for what she's been through and give her God's truth consistently. I tell her we are loved because he loved us before anyone else could. We are valuable and will not be afraid for God knows the number of hairs on our head. We will make God our safe place and our true protection. We will hide in him alone. Amen. Remember on refreshing the soul, soul care is self-care. Bye. All right, everyone, that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it. Also, don't forget to head over to Amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional Rest for the Soul by yours truly. Um, you want to get it in your hand. And just remember, soul care is self-care. Until next time, bye-bye.